This is a special Make a Referral Week podcast. If you're enjoying Make a Referral Week, you can keep it alive all year long. Just participate in Make a Referral Monday on Twitter. Make your referral and then use the hashtag M-A-R-M and you're participating. Thanks and let's go make a referral. doing this all week long, so make sure you catch all of the shows. My guest today is Andy Cernovitz. He is the CEO of Gas Pedal, a word-of-mouth marketing consulting firm, and he was also the founder and CEO of the Word-of-Mouth Marketing Association. He has uh, since moved on and is working on his own projects right now, and one of those projects was and is uh, a book called Word-of-Mouth Marketing, How Smart Companies Get People Talking. So you can imagine what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We are going to spend the next 20 minutes talking about the Grateful Dead. So thanks, Andy, for joining me. Yo, man, let's talk about the dead. (laughs) I I did that. Well, I threw that in there because I noticed on your profile that's one of the things that that I believe you must be uh, um, most proud of uh, is the fact that uh, you shared that uh, you you actually saw the Grateful Dead twenty five sometimes. Which doesn't doesn't exactly narrow me down <laughs> into an exclusive group of people. There were ten thousand other folks laying there next to me. Oh, that's funny. Well, I yeah. there, there definitely are people that that um, wasted their youth doing the same. But uh, <laughs> but it but was you, all productive, I assure you. Yeah. Well, you know that we could make a case study about word of mouth on that one, couldn't we? Well, there there, there is a, a a friend who's a professor at York University in Toronto that did an does an annual study of marketing experiences at Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. And you wonder about the academic life where he's gotten himself a, a multi-year grant to yeah. study the Burning Man Festival. That is nice. That is Tough that is, gig, huh? Yeah, no kidding. So uh, we are talking this week about referrals, and I wonder if uh, – I have my thoughts on this, but I won't, uh, I won't jade your thinking <laughs> by sharing them. I'll ask you a question instead. Um, is there a difference between – there are a lot of people that think word of mouth and referrals and, and they're interchangeable. We're talking about the same thing. But um, I, I'd wonder if you'd suggest that there is a difference. I think they're pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that word of mouth marketing, the big category, is anything you do that gets someone to tell a friend about you. Right. And that someone can be a customer, they can be a fan, they can be a coworker, they could be – some influential individual. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who makes that referral, but it is about referrals. So yeah. I think my field is as close as you can get to, to what this week is all about. Well, and, and what I like to tell people is I think that uh, word of mouth is an essential element of referrals. You are not going to get very many referrals unless you're doing something that makes people uh, talk voluntarily. Um, I, I do think that word of mouth can lead to a lot of other things as well, but but my feeling is that, that you have to systematically put something in place that gets people talking and that that will grease the wheels certainly for generating referrals. Yeah, and, and, and that's my definition of word-of-mouth marketing yeah. is that two steps. I mean, one is give people something to talk about. Right. And then number two is make it easier for that conversation to take place. Yeah. So what elements then, um, if, if somebody's out there saying – well, gosh, I you know I I do tax preparation or I don't know something that somebody some people might find equally um, unexciting or untalkable. Um, I mean, what are some elements that somebody like that can and should be thinking about putting in place so that they they do have something that makes them stand out, makes people talk? It's a, you've got you've got to do something different. I mean, everybody already knows what you do, so it's 
it's not enough to to just say I do tax preparation. You've got to say, you know, I do tax preparation this way or that way or something else. Uh, so a couple good examples of that. And there's a lot of real estate brokers out there. But there's the, the Chicago where I am is a big bicycle town. Yeah. And so there is a real estate broker who specializes in showing houses on bike. <laughs> if you like the outdoors or if you like bicycles or you're just looking for an interesting broker, yeah. they've given you something to say. Oh, that's a broker that offers bike tours. Yeah, so you know, I love that example because that's not only something different. I mean, it, it has a bit of a narrowing his target market a bit too, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it says, you know, you know, if you are either into health or fitness or being green or any of that, you know, you're going to connect with this broker better than someone you pull out of the phone book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And another good example of that, you know, business that wouldn't normally be exciting, um, there's, a, there's a dentist here called Delaware Dental that I write about in my book. And they've redecorated their dental office, and they now call it a dental lounge. And the first time you go in there as a patient, they, make a, they give you a huge survey. It includes things like all your favorite music. Oh, Next wow. time you walk in there to get your teeth done, your favorite music is playing on the stereo. Okay, does 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 this have a bar a martini bar anywhere in it? I, I'm starting there, to like there is no right. alcohol, but there are a variety of painkillers offered. <laughs> I'll have the apple uh, flavor or something, right? Yes. Well, I'd, I'd like the big tank of nitrous oxide. <laughs> well, and and you know the interesting thing about both of those examples that you shared, and I, I say this all the time, is is it didn't have much to do with dentistry or tax preparation, did it? It was really more about uh, something remarkable that was not necessarily related to the product or service. Yeah, and, and that's a really big, important idea. And it's, it's what I call the chocolate problem. And the, the chocolate problem is this. It's a, no one has ever picked up the phone, called a buddy, and said, Dude, have you heard about chocolate? <laughs> you know, we all know about chocolate, and it's awesome. And there's no reason to have a conversation about chocolate. So when you're a good business that has been doing really good work for a really long time, there's no reason to talk about you. Nobody walks out of the Ritz-Carlton and says, you know, calls their friends and says, guys, did you hear about this Ritz? It's really nice. Duh. <laughs> you know, it's the Ritz. Yeah. So, so you've got to find a way. Your, your biggest challenge, you've got to find a way to solve the chocolate problem. Or no one's going to make a referral. No one's going to talk about you if you're just that guy who does that same thing. Yeah. And you know, a great example of this is Google Maps. You remember the first time you saw Google Maps, you know, it was cool. I mean, it slid around and zoomed in, and mm -hmm. so much better than the the old map, you know, MapQuest or whatever it was called. Right. And you told all your friends, you know, check this out. It's awesome. Right. But then the conversation ended. You know, it's good. It works. You talked about it, and no one's talking about the fact that it's still good. Yeah. So then they add satellite view. Yeah. And each and every one of us looked at the top of our own house. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all I've, did it. I've never done that. Get out of here. Uh, you know, and your office and your neighbors, you email a friend. He says, oh, look at my house. You know, it got people talking. It solved the chocolate problem, yeah. even though it was absolutely completely useless. <laughs> you know, we don't need this. Yeah. Well, now they've added uh, public transportation and, uh, mm -hmm. and walking maps, and so I, I, it just continues to get cooler. And every six, and it, it's an important model to copy. It says every six months, yeah. Google Maps adds a new reason to talk about it. Huh. So they had traffic reports and walking things and street cam and, you know, so just when the conversations run its course and everybody has heard about all the things Google Maps does, they add another one. 
Well, so let me see if I see what you're suggesting. Are you suggesting that possibly they could have rolled all those out on day one, day two, um, but maybe there's a plan to sort of intentionally roll them out when the offering gets stale? Um, I don't know how much they're 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 launching them as they do them, or when they're they're or if it's a conscious plan to stage it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the right way to do it. Yeah. But you're and suggesting other people could copy that. That's what I guess. Yeah, they, yeah. You always have to have a fresh reason to talk. Yeah. And if, if your reason to talk is old or stale, people stop talking about you. It, it seems like some of the biggest hits in the word of mouth and, and then that other, the V word, other people like to use the, the whole viral <laughs> component of, of some word of mouth campaigns. Um, it, it seems like some of the biggest hits in those have been sort of accidents. I mean, maybe somebody thought, Somewhere along the line, uh, chewing up a blender or an iPhone in a blender was a was a good idea, but but not necessarily you know the top of the list on the marketing plan. I mean, is there is there a way to create big hits like that intentionally, or is it just simply a matter of of putting yourself out there enough times that that one of them sticks? Very very good question. Um, the The word viral is an adjective. Is not a noun. So if someone comes and says, I'm going to make a great viral video for you, they can't. It's like saying, I'm going to make a top 10 hit. You can make a really good song and you can hope it goes top 10. Yeah. You can make a really interesting viral something. I mean, sorry, you can make a really interesting video and you can hope it goes viral. Yeah. So you never know when it's going to work. Yeah. Now, with traditional advertising, you don't know which ads are going to work until you make them and spend a gob of money on research. Yeah. So the word-of-mouth strategy is try a lot of little things. That yeah. when the Will and Blend videos got big, yeah. they had only spent 50 bucks. <laughs> it was in their office. They were testing Blender. Somebody filmed it. They said, let's throw it on YouTube, and it worked. But they did a dozen other things that nobody ever heard of. Yeah. So the, the strategy is not put, bet all your money on one spin of the wheel and hope you nail the world's greatest video. Yeah. It's have somebody do something every single week. And if it works, back it up and do more and put more resources behind it. And if it doesn't work, try the next one. Yeah. Well, I will say that that is one of the really cool things about some of the the new Internet uh, ways in which we can interact in social media is that – I suppose it's both good and bad, but the you know the cost to entry, the cost to try something out uh, is not only is the time – very quick, but certainly the cost to do it's very quick too. Yeah, and it's it's a good thing for entrepreneurs. I mean, yeah. if, if you can't get a bunch of friends to forward something on Facebook, no one's going to forward it any other way. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You point. might as well try. Yeah, try your new stuff on Facebook and yeah. see if it works. Yeah, I, I I get whacked every now and then for saying things like this. Uh, Publicly, but you know, I, I think Twitter. One of the things about Twitter is it's, it's a tremendous laboratory and playground. Um, some people on there don't like me to play and test and experiment, but but I think it's certainly great for that. I'm a hundred percent with you. <laughs> um, you write one of the things that I love about your blog, which by the way can be found at damniwish.com, which I'm assuming is short for I wish I thought of that. Damn, I wish I thought that. <laughs> um, is that you typically, and and I think it's you're a lot like me. I think you're 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 out there shopping, you're getting mail, you're you're reading things, and you run into a company, and go, oh, that's cool, <laughs> and I'm gonna write about that. Um, and and you share some great examples uh, on your blog, and I wonder, uh, just even the last couple of days, I've seen some. I wonder if you'd 
you know, I, a lot of times I think, <clears throat> particularly small business folks, they hear this term word of mouth and, and they hear a lot of pundits sort of banter it around as, as a big marketing strategy. And sometimes it's hard, I think, for them to say, okay, well, I, I've got, you know, a a plumbing practice, a plumbing uh, um, business, you know, how could, how could I do some of that? And I think you do a great job of, of locating some of the, how could I do that? So I wondered if you'd share maybe three or four examples that, that might be something that somebody with a little creativity could go, Oh, you know, I could make that work for my business. It's um, sure. There's um, the, the secret to figuring this stuff out I mean, is, is, Paying attention when somebody tells you about something. Yeah, that's great. That, that know, that's a great tip right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, something comes in your inbox, you're like, why why did this guy send this to me? Yeah. And as you start getting into that habit, you start to recognize things, you know, as they you know, as they occur. And so, um like one of my I'll just give you the some of the more recent ones that I that I really enjoyed. Um I got a C D in the mail from a guy named Anthony Del Monte at a, at a web design firm called Squeaky Wheel Media. And I was a client, I don't know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And an, one of Anthony's employees recorded a CD. Oh, music, and Anthony, music CD. Yeah, it's the music yeah, okay. CD, unrelated to the business. Yeah, gotcha. And Anthony just mailed it out to all of their clients and former clients to help out this guy, Bruce. And I thought that was such a class act that I blogged about it. Yeah. It was a great reason to, you know, he could have sent another brochure to promote the agency. He could have, you know, hit me with their weekly newsletter. But instead, he's got me talking about Squeaky Wheel Media because he did something generous and interesting and different. Yeah. Yeah, some of this stuff's just kind of common sense, isn't it? You know, but but a lot of times when we put our marketing, got to sell something hat on, uh, you know, common sense seems to go out the door. Yeah, it really, it, it um, you know, it, it, it's easier than you think. Yeah. I mean, another one that I blogged about, and I've actually been writing about this, about every two years I, I write uh, this exact same story. Uh, so I like Alan Edmonds shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm a shiny shoe guy. And they used to offer free shoe shines in the stores. Oh, wow. And they don't, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. And I was thinking about how could they make, I, I did some math, I said, how could they make an extra $2.5 million in sales this year? Now, they do have a $300 pair of shoes, so... Yeah, it's easier to hit that number. Yeah, but if they started offering free shoe shines in their stores, I figured it's 32 company-owned stores. They get about 25 people walk in there every day. That ends up to be about 5,000 new visitors a week. And if you add it up, they sell five pairs of shoes per store per week. That's 8,000 new sales. Comes out to two and a half million dollars. <laughs> and so you put that into a word-of-mouth campaign that anybody can do. Yeah. You know what are the what are the big ideas is. They got to give people a reason to come into the store. It isn't just buy something, but they got to give people a reason to tell their friends. Oh, go get a free shoe shine over there. Yeah. And then they need, they need a reason to for people to drop by and tell their friends when they're not ready to buy. And this works at the Apple store. But it, you browse and you look around. You're talking about Apple every time you go in there. But it works for a shoe shine. I don't care if you're a dry cleaner or a restaurant or a candy store or a boutique or a car dealer. It gives people a reason to come on in and say hello. Well, and and what I love about that too, and I, I you know, this goes back to the referral. Uh, one of the referral tenants that I really like is that it is also directly. It's a good thing that is also directly related to their core product. You know, getting yeah, get, getting your shoes shine, taking better care of these shoes because they are nice shoes. They are high quality shoes. I, I just think it's. It's it's a great thing. I, I I totally agree with you. 
Yeah, and there's there's so many opportunities for businesses of any side, of any size to do that. Um, if I was a car dealer, I'd be having a, you know, when the new when the new models come in, I'd have a private reception at 11 p.m. and have the truck pull in and let my yeah. you know, favorite customers test drive the cars. Yeah. If I was a restaurant, I'd be having private dining hours for our VIPs once a month, and a secret item on the menu that they could they could order for their friends that their friends would never know about. Yeah, if I was a you know clothing store or any kind of retail store, you know I'd have, you know I'd have a um um, I have you know, private shopping hours. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're a VIP. I'd have a coffee machine in the back and give people a free cup of coffee. I'd cut a deal with a restaurant next door to borrow their valet parking on rainy days. There's a lot of ways to get people talking. Yeah, well, and that's um I mean that that I, I'll tell you one of my favorite. Uh, Stories I worked with a financial planner that uh, would have you know an annual uh, get together. I mean they they might see customers more often, but they would have a for sure annual get together. We're going to go over everything, make sure we're still on course. You know, talk about new things in your life. You know, they just made it a habit. And uh, they had this big conference room that had a big plate glass window looked out to the parking lot. And during that annual visit, they would have a mobile car detail uh, company come and detail the person the customer's car while they sat there and watched it, you know, being done as they were going over their plan. And, and they said that people just could not, not talk about that when they would go back to their offices. Uh, you know, it just, it was such a, a, a cool sort of happening thing. It was, it's funny you mentioned that particular example, because I think that's a, that's a great one. Um, yeah. I was doing a keynote to a group of LASIK doctors. And they were brainstorming, how do we get people talking about our particular LASIK practice? And we thought, you know, the person who is a customer rarely talks about it because you can't, you can't tell they have LASIK because you yeah. can't see the non-glasses there. Yeah. But everyone who gets LASIK has to bring a buddy who sits there in the waiting room to drive them home. If you had the buddy's car detailed while they're waiting for their friend to get LASIK, they would be telling everybody they saw. <laughs> the next two months. Yeah. Holy crap! I took John to get LASIK, and I watched that this, this doctor detailed my car. And well, they might they might standard. actually they might actually just go around volunteering to take people. Yeah, you could have a whole industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is not complicated. So that's no. you know that's a you know thousand dollar or more sale. Yeah. So to hand the friend, you know, say, look, we're going to spend fifty bucks to get your car detailed, and here's some menus from local restaurants. You know, order any lunch you want on us. That is worth it. Yeah, I sure beats buying a billboard or a magazine ad. Yeah, well, and I, you know, I've even told people, you know, send a balloon bouquet to somebody's office, you know, when they when they buy from you, because that's one of those things that everybody's going to stop by and go, "What's up? What's up with that?" You know, so, well, my dentist sent it to me. What? <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. All right, we got time for one more killer example. If you want to uh, dig back into your your archives of examples, there. Oh, so many. So many crazy stories. Um, let's talk about saying thank yous and sending those balloon bouquets. I mean, one that I just blogged about, but it's something that I do almost every day. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge user of thank you notes. Mm-hmm. And I probably write 10 a day. And send, I send a lot of food. I send, a, I send bags of M&M's and cheesecakes and all this cool stuff to people. Uh, thank you for victim, anything. I've been the victim of one. Did you get the M&M's? The no, I got some popcorn, I think. Oh, ah, you got the Dale and Thomas yeah, popcorn. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and thank you notes works. I, it's funny because I wrote a blog post about sending thank you notes, and I mentioned that one of your sponsors on printingforless.com prints my thank you notes. So I got a thank you note from the CEO of Printing for Less thanking me for mentioning their thank you notes. So now I got to write him a thank you note for 
So we'll see how long this goes between me and Andrew Fields. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just blogged them. This guy was, who's, um, whose name I'm forgetting at the moment was a crazy fan of Ford. And he, just, he loves how Ford is turning things around, and he's a real passionate talker. And he started blogging about it and tweeting about it, and someone at Ford saw all of his messages, and he was writing about how he loves the new CEO. Yeah. And so Ford, some, you know, someone at Ford named Scott Monty, got the CEO to sign an 8x10 photograph as if he was a movie star, <laughs> and sent it to this guy. And this guy was so excited, he put a whole video up on YouTube, which thousands and thousands and thousands of people have now seen, yeah. you know, talking about how much he loves Ford. He couldn't believe the CEO, um, the CEO was actually willing to send him a thank you note. Yeah. Well, and, and when you say you write, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that that's done with, uh, with one of those things. Gosh, what are they called again? Um, have ink in them? Long, yeah, with a pen, right? <laughs> It's um, funny, funny how that works, the, the low-tech solution. <laughs> but I think that, 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 again, talking about getting people to talk, to differentiate, I mean, who gets handwritten notes anymore? It, it, right, right there by itself, not, not only are you thanking them and you're not using email, you're, you're writing it by hand. And, you know, that, that, that's half of uh, why that really stands out, I think. Yeah, it's, um, so it's, yeah it's, this stuff isn't hard. Yeah. I mean, that may be the, um, that may be the, the big lesson here. Yeah. Is that you don't need to you don't need to come up with some multi million dollar super referral strategy. Yeah. You know, that if you can find ten people a day where you can do something that makes them happy. Give them an extra thank you or a dessert or a gift or a kind word or a good piece of advice. Yeah, that adds up to thirty six hundred referrals a year. But see I would suggest that that is a strategy and that is a system actually. And and so I I mean I think that you're right. It doesn't have to be complicated. Uh, but but decide that that's what you're going to do. Commit to it. Figure out that that makes people talk, and then operate it like a system so that you get 3,600 by the end of the year. Yeah, and that's that changes businesses forever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Andy, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, certainly, people need to pick up word of mouth marketing. Uh, great examples in there, and just subscribe to uh, to Andy's blog. That's the cheap way to get to get a lot of his great the stuff. <laughs> and it's damn, I wish. So, Andy, thanks for joining me. Uh, Always great to talk to you, and hopefully we'll do it again soon. Thank you much.